before I was back with the family and everything, this is how money worked with me was I can only be so masculine. Like I can only be going and doing, doing, doing so much before I'm like, no, I'm done doing and I'm exhausted. And a life of alignment says I don't have to overdo and burn out. Okay, money show up. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I have a very, very fun one for you in store. I've invited Kendra on the podcast. She is a mastermind student in the high frequency formula. And I really just think she's a great example of what life is after doing the hard work of believing in yourself. And Kendra came to me in the early days of my private coaching offer in Wealthy and Aligned. On our application call at that time, we decided that the time wasn't right. But what Kendra did since then, since that moment, has absolutely blown me away. So I can't wait to let her tell you in her own words her journey from truly what I've seen as a shift from lack, mindset, scarcity, belief to pure abundance. It hasn't been easy. It hasn't been, you know, rainbows and butterflies. She's had her moments with the dark night of the soul and ultimately She has moved into the gift expression of her pearl gate, which is the same as mine, gate 42. So we're going to get into all of that good stuff. Hey there. So I'm interrupting this episode to invite you into my next masterclass. Now, usually I reserve my masterclass events for my private clients inside of the high frequency formula, but I really do consider this a special occasion. You may have already been feeling it. Money has a lesson for us all. And the recession is how we learn it. Now, there are some major ways that we can empower ourselves through this restriction, and it's nothing to be afraid of, but I want to help you all know how to navigate it for your alignment. So I'm going to go over a few things like how the recession is working for your alignment, what to do right now with your cash, how to secure your existing income portals, and what decisions you need to make immediately. And then at the end of our time together, I want to help you come up with an action plan to ensure your successful navigation of this lesson. This recession will affect everyone in one way or another. You may already been feeling it. So feel free to share this invitation with anyone you care about. Like I said, I will be leaving time for your most pressing questions and concerns. And just consider this, you know, my money channel is open and we're honored to serve at this uncertain time. Now, your investment of $99 includes access to the replay and all additional material that we may add to this event. So if the energy of restriction is something you want to learn how to navigate in alignment so that you can flourish, then reserve your spot at the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. I'm just really honored to have you, Kendra. Thank you for being here and be willing to share your story with our Fractaline. Awesome. I'm so happy to be here, Danielle. This has been a long time coming and (laughs) I feel so honored just to be here with you as a student uh, from you and just growing over the years and to come to this moment is truly a gift. So, so thank you for inviting me 
to be on the podcast. Yes, you're you're welcome. You're welcome. So I think we should just start from the beginning. Um, tell everybody what your human design energy type is, you know, your strategy, your authority, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I am a one three projector, um, splenic projector. So I, um, when I found out my human design type, it just made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It got so much clarity and I was just like, okay, this, I knew I was never a busy bee type of person, but I always knew that there was depth. Like when I dive into something or when I share a conversation with a person, it's like, I get it and I can go deep within it. So, yeah. um, it's, it made sense when I found out it was a projector. Yeah. Okay. So what led you to finding human design and then ultimately finding the formula? Yeah. So I'm a a student of astrology. I've I've like studied astrology, honestly, since I was in high school. And um, I was kind of just like digging around during the pandemic and came across this experiment called like human design. I was like, what is this? Um, I saw that there were roots in astrology and other kind of ancient studies. And so I was just like, I'm interested in knowing more about this. So of course, I, I find some website, I dive in a little bit deeper. And then I go on Spotify and I start looking up like podcasts and stuff. And I came across, Dan, yeah, I came across your podcast and I was like, hmm, who is this? And what is this lady talking about? (laughs) (laughs) And one of the first things that like kind of stood out to me was like the importance of value and knowing that there are a fit ideal client out there for you. And you, you, you were using this language called fractaline. Yeah. this is interesting. So I binged all of your stuff. Like I binged it and I was like, okay, I have to know who this woman is. And then it just went from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you, where were you at in your life? Like in the pandemic, when you were finding human design, were you like at a, a a transition? Were you at a rock bottom? Where were you at? At that point, I was doing a lot of inner work. So a little bit about me. I'm a yoga instructor um, and I practice Kundalini yoga. So a lot of it is about breath work and really regulating the nervous system. And that was like the biggest part of the practice during the pandemic. So for me during that time, I was really trying to stay healthy. And I don't think it's a coincidence that I was brought to human design at that time, because I would say during that period, more so than like post pandemic, I was really tapped into like making sure my mind was healthy, my body was healthy. And there was such a community of people who were really wanting the same thing. So at that point in my life, the the way that it came, it just made sense. Yeah. I don't think it's ever a coincidence when human design finds us, right? It's like this thing that just kind of hangs out. And I, I mean, I think it's beautiful. Um, you mentioned the pandemic. That was really when I went, okay, everyone is slowing down. I'm yep. speeding up. I'm speeding up because everyone else is slowing down. And I had already done a lot of that inner work pre-pandemic. Wow. And so when the pandemic hit, I was like, they're going to need this. They're going to need this. There, I didn't know. Who are they? I don't know. know, Little did I know a fractal line needed that, right? Yeah. The world of people needed that, Danielle. And, And so many women, our spirits were really calling out for that. And so- I just want to say thank you for, for listening to your, your inner knowing and your deeper why and like following that and being that MG that you are like, all right, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and at the time I had no, I mean, seriously, Kendra, I was like, my study of human design and my going into the inner work was at the time to my mind was very confusing. So I was like, this is not what we should be doing. We should be doing other things. Like we should be figuring out how to make money and we should be figuring out all of these things. And, you know, I was in lawsuits at the time. We should be figuring out how to, you know, break through the lawsuits. And I just followed my authority and my sacral was like, no, you're figuring this out. And then when that pandemic hit, it was like MG game on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when we first met and we had our first call together, our first application call, where were you in your life and what were you looking for that time with me to help you with? Do you remember back that far? It was no, a while I, ago. It, it's interesting. I remember that call so distinctly because- I, it was kind of, I would say not, we, it was kind of post pandemic, right? So we had gotten back into the stride of things enough that I think I had moved away from like that deeper, like commitment to self, like that I'm practicing my breath work. I'm practicing, I'm, I'm digging into my human design. I was somewhere in between, but I remember taking the call cause I had just left a client and I was in my car on that call with you and I was really desiring to go deeper, but financially, I just was not in a place where mentally I was able to come to terms with that. I was worth that pricing. Yes. That's just, it, there's, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. If, if something like that came into my life now, clear as day, absolutely. What you were talking about at that time, the vibration that you were speaking, I was, I just wasn't there. I just, yeah. I, there. And I remember you saying, and I was like, well, I can't afford that, blah, blah, blah. And you said something to me to the extent of like, if there is a problem in the room, in the same room, there's also a solution. And although at that time I didn't make the decision, I remember getting off the phone with you and thinking to myself, I'm never going to be in this position again where I cannot financially do something to better myself and really move in like the power of how I'm supposed to live in this world. Literally told myself that. And although I didn't sign up at that time, Danielle, I did the work around my financial stuff credit and all of the things that I needed to do so that when the opportunity came back around, I was not going to miss out on it again. Girl, I mean, that is, I have like chills in my body. That is so powerful, yeah. so powerful. But for you to recognize like everything aside, life aside, I will never be in this position again where I know I need something and I cannot financially wrap myself around honoring myself to get it for myself it changed my, my mindset. It changed, yeah. it changed like my body, my mindset, my life. And I, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I needed that. Yeah. That's why a lot of, um, a lot of what, you know, I give people for free is figure out this money thing first, figure out the money thing, figure out, we just started releasing the money codes. We're like, figure out what your money codes are, figure out, Use quantum money energy, figure yourself out so that you are never in a position where you cannot give yourself what you know you need. Period. Yeah, period. <laughs> like, period. <laughs> Sentence over, period. It, it's, it's so vibrational. It is so, 
it is like the most gentle but the most masculine thing like mm. it's okay to provide for yourself set up your reality so that you can give yourself the best because you deserve that like that was my lesson in that mm. <laughs> it yeah. was my lesson and yeah. after that I started putting more value on myself so how did you do that I mean, I just got into the nitty gritty of it. I got into my financials. I like paid off so much debt. Like I took my credit score up a hundred points. I had more clients coming in. I saved my money. Um, something as simple as like, I signed up for an American Express card and got approved. Like I had to remember, like I'm my business. Like I built out my LLC. I talked to financial advisor. I just got my finances in order. Like there yeah. There's nothing um, esoteric or spiritual about it. I got it in order. Like, yeah, I look at it and say these at this aspect of my life is chaos. <laughs> it's chaotic, <laughs> chaotic, and I need to get it in order. And yeah. I did. And it took some time. It took some time. Yeah, it does take time. But I think it goes by faster when you're now looking at it with intention and your intention is giving the energy to what it's focused on and yeah. you found the, you found the people who could help you do that for yourself right clients getting advice from people like that's how a woman Come empowers on. herself around the chaos that is her money because i mean i feel like i've always kind of felt this way and before i was back with the family and everything this is how money worked with me was I can only be so masculine. Like I can only be going and doing, doing, doing so much before I'm like, no, I'm done doing and I'm exhausted. And a life of alignment says I don't have to overdo and burn out. Okay, money, show up. Come on. And I started to track too at that time when money came into my life. Like I realized even still to to this day, like it's new moon today, right? Um and so I realized on the new moon, abundance comes into my life. It's literally at the same time. And I'm still working through this, Danielle, because I'm like, how come it can't come in all the time? But yeah. it's a consistent theme that around the new moon, money comes into my life. Opportunities come into my life. Interesting. It's been like this for about three years with my, from me consciously tracking right. it. Yeah. Probably more than, you know, more than that, but. Yeah, I, I started realizing when my money's coming in, the cycles of money coming in and out of my life, I tracked it like the cycles of the moon and, and the cycles of my body. And it just kind of made sense. Now, how did you know to track it with the cycles of the body before the formula? Because that you did that before you came into the formula. I mean, that's a lot about what we do in the formula is let's track your patterning around the moon. Yeah. But what prompted you to do that? It's, I, I mean, it is definitely the work around um, me being a yoga instructor. It's the the Kundalini yoga. It's the, it's the feminine divine and it's understanding like what is going on with the waves of the ocean and the moon. Like, and that for me, when I was getting more in touch with like my womb health, I started mm. to track even the things I put into my body. What am I eating during this time? Um, how am, you know, when I, am I more tired? I, I was just really in tune with that more from like a physical standpoint than tying that to my financial standpoint. But then when I started like 
having these conversations with you and learning about what you were doing, I just kind of pulled that in little by little. And then when I got into the formula, I realized, oh, this is, this is okay. This is what we're supposed to be doing anyway. So again, like just kind of being in alignment without knowing that you're yeah. in alignment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so beautiful, Kendra, that, you know, you're, you were already in Kundalini and breath work and that kind of thing, but I know you had to lean really hard on that stuff through the, the mastermind and really going deep in the formula, but for everyone listening, um, your body is holding so many of the answers mm. and our society is just not set up for our feminine to listen. And I, I just want to give everyone permission right now, um, because we are in an energetic of a recession, what the collective one mind has called the recession. And it's in these moments, kind of similar to a pandemic, where we are taken back to what is our body telling us that it needs? Come on. You know, so if you're in a position where you're like, I mean, I want to go, 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 and, and I have all these big goals and I have all these big things. Use the energy of the gift of the recession energy to lean into the body and find out what the body wants you to do mm-hmm. and where it wants you to take, take yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what was it like when the offer came around for the mastermind and jumping in with me? What was that <laughs> moment like? I like jumped in immediately. Like I saw it come up and I was just like, Thank you, universe, for another opportunity. I'm I literally signed up. <laughs> I saw you were doing these Instagram posts where you had these stickies of the of the women signing up and you were putting them on like a poster board or something on your wall. And I remember seeing somebody's name and I don't want to say it out loud because I don't remember exactly who it was, <laughs> but I just remember these colors. And then you had music that was going along with the the sticky notes. And I remember it was, I think it was maybe two or three people that signed up before me. I was probably the fourth or fifth person to sign up. But I remember when I signed up and you put my name on the board and there was a the the song and I'm drawing a blank. Oh, God. Oh, man. I know what you're talking about, though, because I have a few of them saved. Yes. But it's like women's empowerment music oh, is what I use. That's exactly, that's all it was. And so the song that you had used for me was just like this real upbeat, like I'm ready to do this, let's do it. So it was such a, it was a powerful moment, but it was also like a very like full circle moment. Like Mm. I'm coming into this, but there's also other people coming to this at the same time. And for me, when I've learned in community, when I've been in, um, like containers with other people, I've realized like my growth is always um, exponential. Like my growth is that much faster, that much deeper because somebody else is going through it and they're seen from a different set of lenses and we're able to share that in community with one another. So this specific way that you were doing like really excited me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I did for our next round, we're doing, I'm doing private coaching and the group. And so it's a smaller container, of course, yes. but because, I, you know, there's only one of me, but yes. I already know the power of the subconscious mind being expanded by other aura energy. It's as if we are in a state of osmosis, mm-hmm. right? And we don't really know how osmosis works, right? We don't really know the the scientific facts around it, but it's an energetic thing. It's an energetic thing. When our subconscious mind is around people who are doing the things we're doing, um, then we find our how. 
through other people. And that makes sense for you though, because on your chart, you're a split definition. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so it I can see why you're aware that, oh, it's been like this my whole life. Like I do really well when I in, in am in a room where that is what's going on. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So I want to talk about the projector and the invitation because I think you could really shed some light on this for mm-hmm. projectors listening, splenic projectors listening, but just no matter what projector you are, just a projector. What has waiting for the invitation looked like for you? Gosh, you know, it's interesting because the more that I'm in a a state of waiting, the more the opportunities come. Mm. It's, It's something about being okay with where I'm at and at peace that has brought the invitations to me. Like, for instance, this. I would have never thought like in a thousand years, like, oh yeah, I'm going to be on Danielle's part. Never (laughs) out of nowhere. Here comes it. Hey, Kendra, are you interested? But just in the right moment, like I didn't need to do this uh, a year ago. I didn't need to do this six months ago. I needed to do it now. And as the invitation came, I'm ready. I'm prepared. I'm, and I feel like that's the, that's how it shows up in my life. I can't, speak for anybody else. But as a projector, I think a lot of times you get down on yourself and you're thinking like, oh yeah, I can't do anything while I'm waiting for this invitation. Yes, you can. Mm. You can be building yourself up. You can be investing in others. Like how am I showing up in this world in service to others? How am I showing up in this world in the expression of myself as a projector, right? Like not necessarily needing to input all the time, but waiting for the invitation from my friends and family. Oh, well, Kendra, what do you think? Like, sometimes the invitations are not grandiose. Sometimes they're small. Like, Mm. hey, Kendra, can you, like, what do you think about this color? Oh, you want my expertise? Yeah. (laughs) So it's, it's, as a projector, I think there's a a place of, of stillness that you have to get to. And I attribute this to like my uh, practice of meditation and breath work. Mm-hmm. There's something about finding that and being okay in that. And for whatever reason, the invitations come. They do. I wish yeah. I could I wish I could say something else, Danielle, but for my lived experience, they come. <laughs> I love that you said the more I wait, the more the invitations come. And that tells me, Kendra, that you've arrived at a level of safety within your body to be comfortable in the waiting. Mm. And there are, you know, Noah is a projector and that is what I coach him around is I I see him, I see him get energized with certain things and I see him not. And then I see him trying to be energized about certain things. And I'm like, son, let's just wait. Like, let's just get comfortable waiting. What does that look like? Right. But then like while you're waiting, well, for him, I'm like, no, like devouring TikTok and social, anything that's like not expanded for you. Like while you're waiting, go into the thing that truly lights your soul on fire. Yes. Because projectors are a natural genius. Like you do know it all, literally. (laughs) And, but what do you want to know more about? What do you want to know more about and what do you want to fine tune and refine and master for yourself so that when that 
that invitation does come. Like you said, not all of them are grandiose, but that one that, you know, gets on a podcast or whatever, you're like, I'm fucking ready for this. This is what I've been preparing for. There's, um, there's something sacred in the waiting. Mm. There's That's a quotable sacred. quote, tweetable, quotable, something sacred yeah. waiting. Yeah. Sacred in the waiting. <laughs> and, you know, honor that. Mm-hmm. Honor. So Tell us, and, and only as much as you're comfortable, but I, I know you went through um, a dark night of the soul in the beginning of our of our time together. I just would love for you to share what that was about, if as much as you're comfortable with. Don't You don't have to say anything you're not. And then I just want you to kind of let everyone know how you walked yourself through that. Yeah. I'm. Um, it's funny because I was taking some notes and... I, the first thing that I wrote in my notes was I was into super soul conversation for a very long time with Oprah. I love that show because she had so many amazing people come on there. Everybody from like Maya Angelou to anybody who was like over 70 and wise, like they were on that show and they carried such a amazing level of like wisdom. Like I was blown away listening to that podcast for just like years on end. But there was one pod uh, episode in particular um, where this lady was on there and she talked about the dark night of the soul. At that time, I didn't have language for it. I didn't understand it. But she was, I think, about 40 years old. And she went through this deep transformation around her desire of wanting to be married and have kids. And essentially like everything in her life kind of fell apart from her job to her relationship to everything. And she did a rite of passage in her life. Mm. That's something so beautiful. She was like, a lot of times we're waiting for people to, you know, give us the okay for these rites of passage. She's like, but I wanted to give myself the rite of passage in my own life. So she gave herself this rite of passage where she went down to the river in this wedding dress and she essentially like took the dress off and let it flow down the river. And she was letting go of her expectations around that specific like deep desire in her life. And for her, it just was like game changing. And so if I think around and back to my journey, I think that my dark night of the soul was just calling me to deeper. It was just, it was just calling me to deeper. And it was just saying like, Kendra, you have to let go of some of these things that you've been holding so tightly to. Mm. And for me, my dark night of the soul meant my relationship ended. My dark night of the soul meant I lost um, income from my clients. I lost one of my major clients, like close to $10,000 a month. For me, dark night of the soul meant I was getting stomach issues Mm. um, really bad. Like I couldn't keep anything down. Um, I couldn't rest. I, I just had really bad physical responses, which you know, and I know, it's always telling me something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was really, Daniel, about a nine to 10 month period where I lived alone. I lived in isolation and I was like, I cannot keep living life in this way. Something has to give. So I was in the mastermind at this time, like it kicked off in January, but there was like a three month period before that where it was just 
just me and myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm done with everything. So I gave up drinking. I gave up social media. <laughs> I gave up, like I detoxed and fast for probably about three months. I let go of clients that were underpaying me. Mm. I wasn't engaging with friendships and relationships that didn't meet the vibration that I thought they were supposed to meet. I literally laid it on the altar of life and said, here, like, if this is what I need to do to go to like the, a deeper version of myself or understand the deeper why, then I'm willing to do it. And it was painful. (laughs) Yes. Painful. Yes. It was yes. Nice. We are uh, going through something in our business right now. And we have had to do that where we've had, I love that you say lay it on the altar of life. It feels that dramatic. It's like, all right, I'm letting go. And what you were doing, Kendra, and you didn't even know was you were moving into your gift of the pearl, which we're going to get to. I'm so excited to get to that part, but you were detaching. Yeah, I was detaching. Yeah. So did you, did you use any sequence to help you navigate this? What, what did you, uh, I, I was diving so deep into like human design stuff. I started with the, um, the love sequence, the Venus sequence, mm. that was the one for me. And in that sequence, they talk a lot about specific ages. So the seven years, the seven, the 14, the 21, Um, And how love relationships in particular, our relationships, our one-to-one emotional relationships, essentially like really create the way in which we like put value onto ourselves. And those patterns just like play out over and over and over again. And for me, I realized it was a worthiness thing. Um, My mom died when I was seven Uh. and there was abandonment stuff there, right? So I had, I literally went to a place where I took myself back to when I was seven years old and I talked to seven-year-old Kendra and I held her and I was just like, you are safe. I am now caring for you. I have you. You can be little Kendra. You can play. You can do all the things you love to do, but now I got you and I'm Mm going to be the best parent that I can be for you. And I needed to do that. And I did that for my seven-year-old self. Mm -hmm. I did it for my 14-year-old self. I did for my 21 year old self. And you think like, oh, it's just your childhood. No, you continue those patterns on my 21 year old self really needed a hug. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, That 21 year old Kendra really needed a hug because you think that you're an adult now, but you're still functioning in those same like habits and behaviors, abandonment, and I'm not worthy enough. And I just, so honestly, Daniel, I just went back and I hugged myself Mm. at every I did. I held myself. I hugged myself. I said, it's okay. I forgave myself. I journaled. I walked. Daniel, I used to walk. I walked every day, six to 10 miles. I would just walk and I would let whatever energy needed to just speak to me. And I, I would call on like my ancestors and my spirit, whatever I need. I don't know how to get there. Please just give me the guidance and the wisdom. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't know. I just called on it. And it showed up little by every day it showed up. Yeah. I mean, I often say that's where your legacy work is born, right? Like the paid method came from those moments for me. Like girl, give yourself permission, give yourself permission to take action from the new person you are and Mm. let's heal the inner child. Let's heal. I mean, yeah, I, I can relate. Like 
the 21-year-old self, the 23-year-old self, the seven-year-old, whatever, and embracing forgiveness and making decisions to move forward in alignment. That's where I think our legacy work is born when we are in those moments, those, I don't know what to do. Like, I remember coaching you on, in one of those moments and being like, you know, this is an opportunity for you to be the mother for your little girl because you're on the floor crying, screaming, whatever. You're like, I don't know, but, and it's even in your chart, surrender, 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 detach, surrender. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not perfect today, but I know you feel a lot different about your life today. So tell us about now. What is today? Today is in this moment. Today is a gift for me. I um, packed all of my things up (laughs) and I like I moved to Italy. (laughs) Uh I packed up all of my things. And this is something I've been wanting to do for for years. Like I, I knew there was more. I packed up all of my things, like ended my lease and I moved across the world and it has been one of the most expansive, challenging, beautiful things that I've ever done for myself. Mm-hmm. I all I thought to myself, like you, you, you live in a country where everything that you know on some level is comfortable. You move to another country where you have to learn a language and you're in an environment where something as simple as ordering coffee is not as simple anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel so grateful to be able just to continue to learn. Like I am a student of life, like, and I'm committed to my journey of life. But if honestly, Daniel, if I had not gotten into the mastermind, if I had not taken taken that nine months to 10 months of time of deep investment, I would have never pursued that. Like I've been wanting to do this for five years. Mm. Like, and that's really what the mastermind gave me. It gave me time to be able to go within, to understand, like there are things in me that have been prompting and calling me. And I just have not made space for them in my life. So in all of the detachment and all of the releasing, what was happening at the same time was like, I was just creating space. And I didn't realize it, but I was creating space for this chapter of life that I'm in now. And I know that there will probably be something else that will do that exact same thing. And it'll create space for something else in my life. I will say my nervous system feels so regulated. Mm -hmm. I feel so confident in who I am in this moment. And just a month ago, well, three months ago, I felt shattered. I felt I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have a voice. I didn't know where I was, all of these. And then right now, you can't tell me that I, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, you can't tell me that life isn't a a gracious, loving energy. You can't Mm. tell me that life doesn't give you exactly what you need. I, as an uh, American woman, moved to a completely different country and got an immediately got a job, immediately have been connected to so many other people, have experienced the love and the support of friends and family back home. Life gives you exactly what you need when you trust it. <laughs> yeah. Period. And that was big. You know, like there were a lot of moments you were like, I don't know. I, this, I feel like I'm going off a cliff. Yes. And I was like, trust, you are held trust. You were right. <laughs> yeah. And and then you don't even know how magical it is. What, what held even means you're like, all right, I'm jumping. 
and I'm hoping somebody catches me on the way down. And then when you are caught, you're like, I like it better here. I, love I had it. no idea this was waiting for me. I couldn't have, um, I couldn't have anticipated or planned for this. It is like something that I didn't even realize was within my aura or my, the part of life that I would experience. Like, yeah, I thought maybe I'll go move to another country or for visit another country, but never, never to this extent and never in this much alignment with how the things are just like so many ducks in a row, like just here. Yeah. Yeah. You are worthy here. Like, don't question your worthiness here. Where are you staying? Here. What are you eating? Here. Yes. Here, here, here. Oh, let me put you in the finest of the fine. Here. What? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And all of it's to evolve you into the gift. And so here we're going to talk about the pearl because it's the same as mine, 42. And I remember our call, which spurred me saying, you've got to be on the podcast, was you, I had had a weekend with my husband where I looked at him and I said, is this us living in the gift where we're literally detached? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) And I went, okay, I got to wrap my mind around this for a minute because I feel it. I feel it. I, um, I think actually, I think, yeah, the shadow's expectation, the gift is detachment. And I, and I think, isn't the city I have it in front of me, the city is celebration. Yes. And I remember saying to him, honey, I got to like sit in this for a minute and feel it because I'm all about, let's anchor this in. So we don't want to go back to the shadow. Right. And then you got on the call that week and you were like, okay, Danielle, crazy shit's happening over here. Crazy. (laughs) I've been, I've been quiet for the last few weeks, just kind of regulating my nervous system around this myself. And then you told me this story and I would love for you to share that. Yeah. So I, I get to Italy and as soon as I get into town, one of my really good friends from college that I haven't spoke to in 10 years just happens to be in Florence. Did you know he was going to be there? No, I did not know she was like, I, I didn't know I, she travels so much for work, but I didn't know I was, it was like, there's a possibility, right? But as I was planning to go there, I didn't know she was going to be there. No clue. So long story short, come stay with me at the Four Seasons for first for a couple of days. I got you. Don't worry. What? Okay. So like you talk about a soft landing. I'm in a completely new country. I get to spend time with one of my closest friends from college in a opulent, I mean, a beautiful, like marble decked Four Seasons in the middle of Florence. Okay. Thank you, life. Like, this yeah. is. And this I remember is- you were like, I don't have any money. I don't know how I'm going to move. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get my shit there. I don't know how, all of that. I had no clue with any of it. I, I literally did it. My money was so tight. My, like everything, I, I feel like I was, I was winging everything. Just mm-hmm. to be 100% honest, I felt like I was wing. I had just enough or just enough. Like yeah. I had just enough to pay for this. That was it. Yeah. And then life would show up. Okay, here's your four seasons thing. And then when, after that happens, then I hear back from the lady, hey, I would like to offer you a position at our luxury B&B in the South of Italy. If you can help us with events and marketing, that would be wonderful. We'll offer your, we'll pay for, we'll offer you accommodations for the time that you're here. You're essentially going to act as our consultant. 
And were you on, how did they find you on LinkedIn or? Yeah, so I used a couple of different sites. So LinkedIn, Workaway, um, and some other, um, uh, Yoga Exchange is another one I use. Um, World Trade is another one. So I'm on about four or five different platforms um, where I put like my, what my expertise of what I do. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. I work in Silicon Valley forever, um, in event planning and marketing. And essentially this lady reached out to me for that. So I come into this setting in, in the South of Italy and it's a beautiful B and B, but they need infrastructure. Right. So they're having all these amazing events and stuff, but they need somebody to speak English and they need somebody that's like a project manager. Uh, hello. I got yeah. you. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That was your life then. Like, and that was how many weeks ago were we talking about that? That was probably about a month ago now. Okay. So it's been a month and you were in, in, you were in a, that's when you were in the four seasons. Yeah. When we talked at at the time I was in the four seasons, I had just taken that opportunity. So currently in the South of Spain, um, and I'm here, I, I'm going to have some stuff with like visa stuff that I need to come back for. But um, my commitment is now a year of living abroad and exploring and just trusting life. Like it's my commitment and it's the deeper why like that. This is my takeaway from all of this. Like know that there's a deeper why. Yeah. And know that sometimes you're going to be put into an environment to find that deeper why. That's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. You made a decision to go in on your deeper why, yes. even if you didn't know really what exactly that meant. Like, I'm just, I'm going along with this why. Yes. And you got an opportunity. Do you, you don't have to share the amount, but was the amount of money for this opportunity more than enough? More than enough. Yeah. The accommodations honestly were more than enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the money, yeah. the accommodations. And that's where I was wrestling a bit because I was like, when abundance comes into our life, does it always come in the form of like financial payout? Like here's $10,000 in your account, or does it come sometimes here's $5,000 worth of accommodations. Here is $2,000 worth of food. That's what I'm kind of learning in this too. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I would love to hear your thoughts on this too, because I've grappled. I'm like, this is still abundance and this is still showing up in my life. Yes. And and I'm glad you brought that up because it's important for everybody to hear. You you have to, we all get caught up and it has to look this way. It has to come in this way. It has to come through my one offer and my brand. Like it has, but really what the universe is asking from, from you, Kendra, and from everybody, do you notice how I'm taking care of you in every way? Like, do you notice the view you have that you used to wish you wanted? You have it now. Do you notice that the way your kids talk to you now is what you used to want back when they were assholes? <laughs> do you? <laughs> I may or may not have that experience right now. What? <laughs> do you notice how everyone and everything is right exactly as you wanted it a few years ago? And here you are living it. And if you can't recognize that, as abundance, as opulence, as prosperity, then you don't get any more until you do. You don't get any more. And I mean, I see that a lot in my coaching is everyone's like, I'm broke. The business is busted. It's going nowhere. And I'm like, wait a minute, where are you already abundantly compensated? 
and stop putting all of that on your business. It is up to you to know you're abundantly compensated, not your business's job. It's up to you. Yes. Yeah. So how do you feel about money now? I feel like money is, it's energy. It's, it's a frequency. And I think you can call it into your life. And I think that abundance, I love that you said, like, you have to see how it shows up and you have to, and you have to be thankful in the way that it is showing up. I would be lying to you if I said that I'm still not working through some of that. Um, of but course. I can't deny This the, just happened. This, <laughs> right, right. This is just like the past two, three months of my life, right? So now I'm trying to, like, I see how it's impacting me. Now my thing is, how do I share what I've lived with others and will that generate? Like, how does that generate? How does that exchange show up in my life? So that's the juncture I'm at now. Like, yeah. this proven itself as true and it has worked. Now, how does this dynamic exchange show up for me in the lives of other people? Yeah. Well, you've gotten to the level, the frequency of where the pearl sequence opens. You've gotten to the frequency of I'm now of service to others. Yeah. I know how to take care of myself and now I'm of service to others. And so the universe now, and we still have a couple months left of the mastermind. I know. So, (laughs) right? It's like, how funny this works. Yeah. But but now the universe is like, okay, are you at the place where you really are who you say you are? You're regulated, you're safe, you know, you, you see the abundance and you're grateful for all of it. Now, are you going to stay out of your own way and make offers to help other people? Come on. Yeah. And so I know, tell everybody what you do now. Yeah. So I am loving the way that everything is kind of transformed in my life. And so for me, um, what I would love to offer to others is to help people understand their deeper why. Mm. Um, and it is kind of like a three-part thing where we deal with like the breath and the body. Of course, you know me as as a yogi and a breathwork practitioner and a, a teacher. Um, and then like within that space, then we ask the questions like the deeper whys, like where is this coming from? What do I what do I feel purposed for in this life? What did my seven-year-old self love? What did my 14-year-old self love? And really just being committed to walking people through that journey. But to be honest, Danielle, it starts with the body. <laughs> like you have yes. to emotionally regulated in your body and me going through that journey and, and coming full circle, not just once, but multiple times. <laughs> I see how important it is to really just start there. So like my offer is to show up for people in that way and like just walk them through that. And um, I've been able to see some amazing venues and just like B&Bs and palaces. And I want to offer a retreat. Like, I don't know when the dates are going to be, but I've seen some beautiful places. And so I think what I want to do is tie that in Mm -hmm. more long-term offering like that deeper why wellness retreat, right? Like, yeah. how do I get away? How do I remove myself from, I, I would say the energy of, um, 
like just kind of getting out of, of, of my comfort zone to go somewhere else to hear what my soul is really calling me for Mm. that, that is, that's where I'm at, where I'm at. And it's funny because I created this deeper why program, like probably like five months ago. And I like put it out as offer and like nothing. (laughs) Well, yeah, but now look at the energy behind it. Now look at the energy behind it. Now now. you're like, I'm so solid. This is exactly what you need. This is, it's so funny because my friends are coming to me now, like people that I don't. So, you know, I would love to, can we, uh, how did you do this? Can I come visit? Even just being in a different country, I would love to come out there hosting a retreat, you know? So people are coming now and I'm not even asking the invitation. Yep. 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 That's how it works. Right. But you shifted. I shifted everything about you shifted. I just, I'm so grateful that you shared this story because it's, I know it's going to touch a lot of people. You are a projector. And it will get to the right people who need to hear it. And I know they will all love to connect with you. Where are you at on socials? What's the best way to connect? Yeah, so on socials, you can find me on Instagram and on TikTok, um, Holistic Nuances. Mm-hmm. So Holistic with a W and Nuances, proper spelling um, on TikTok and um, Instagram. And then I sent you a link. Um, that you can share with your fractally line and they can click on it. And if you want to just have a one-to-one conversation with me or anything around breathwork, yoga, you know, those type of things, I am here of service and I would love to be connected to my fractal line. <laughs> yeah. Well, big things are coming, big things are coming. And I'm so excited to watch you move into them. You deserve it. I love you. Love you too. Thank you so much. Thank you for being in your strength and your power and encouraging us and all the other women in the mastermind, Danielle. Like, thank you. (laughs) 